Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Better Than Yesterday. I'm Osha Ginsberg. Hey, thanks so much for being here. Really appreciate it. This is a bi-weekly podcast that comes out twice a week. <laughs> uh, Mondays I'm here with a guest, Fridays I'm here with you. Thanks for all the uh, feedback about the Minimalists episode on Monday. It was great. Nice feedback there. Send Osha email at gmail.com is where you can find me. If you need anything at all, that's the best place to get me. You can also find me on Instagram, but email's always always the best. Also, thanks for the feedback about last week's episode. I actually did get an email from someone along those lines. I won't say their name, but they're listening from Seacliff. They're local, having a bit of a morning. There's a beautiful picture of uh, what looks like low tide and Gulf St. Vincent, which is the the water that Adelaide is built upon, the ocean bit of seawater that Adelaide's built upon. This person's written, uh, yes, feeling deep environmental love. Just taking in the view there. And they write, I watched David Attenborough with my four-year-old and she's saying, the ice is cracking and I'm just bawling my eyes out next to her. Thanks for your podcasts. Look, I know that feeling. I've actually been having it quite a bit this last week or so. And look, you're not alone in that feeling. And yeah, even we're in lockdown in Sydney today and the sun was out today and the sun had a bit of oomph in it. I'm like, dude, it's end of July. Pack it away with the oomph, mate. Come on, it's still winter. I, st- I like. I know what you're saying. I know exactly what it feels like to want to just weep for the world that the children that we know and that we don't know will grow up in. I totally get it. It sent me nuts. I know the feeling. And you're not alone in that feeling. However, being in that feeling can sometimes be paralyzing. And I know that. It gets even worse then because you are then stuck. You can't do anything and you're paralyzed and you're stuck in this feeling of helplessness and hopelessness and and shame and sadness and futility and frustration and everything all at once. And that's a really powerless place to be. It's a very difficult place to exist in because you A, you feel like 
nothing will matter. And B, you feel like you can't be of service to anyone because this thing is so enormous and so much bigger than you or anything that you can possibly do that you can't change anything about it. And But being in that space makes it near impossible to engage with a four-year-old that you speak of or my kids or my wife or anyone around us. It makes it nearly impossible to, okay, be in this exact moment. What's this exact moment that I'm doing right now? And it is very difficult. I promise you it's super difficult, but trying to find some pathway out of that for me is the only way to live life. I can't be paralyzed by the horror and reality of what's happening because then I can't move and I can't connect and I can't be what it is to be a human being with the people around me. For me, my only path is to be in acceptance of it, understand my actual ability to influence it, and then try as best as I possibly can to connect with the moment that I'm in emotionally with the people that I'm with. And that's it. Obviously, I'll make choices in accordance with my values by voting in a certain way, buying goods in a certain way, living my life in a certain way around how I get from place to place, what food we buy, what clothes we wear, that sort of thing. But by and large, that's about all I can do. I am not in charge of a humongous company that can make a huge decision about my company's carbon emissions or whether my employees drive to work or not or putting pressure upon our state and federal governments to impose, you know, whatever economic indicators they need to impose to help us get to a point where we can be, A, you know, reducing the carbon in our economy and B, preparing ourselves and mitigating our cities and putting mitigations in place to protect our cities and the people who live in them. I can't, I can't do that. But I do know that being in that feeling of helplessness and futility is in- incredibly difficult. And really the only pathway out of that is to be in the actual moment that you're in and then take even the smallest possible step in accordance with your values. And yeah, know that it is super duper sad. It's super duper sad. And at some point we all have to feel that. We all have to feel it and go through it and be with it. And then on the other side of that go, well, okay. Well, to speak real plainly, I guess for a second, we're either going to figure it out or it's going to kill us. So let's get busy on figuring it out. And if it kills us anyway, then at least we tried and we felt okay trying. (laughs) Because not trying and being helpless is just a lifetime of pain. And that's no way to do it, is it? I really appreciate your picture, the photo that you took of the horizon, the beautiful bluffs of uh, Adelaide as they stretch out into the sea there. It's glorious to look at. And I can I, I smell what that sea's like. I, I spent the early parts of my life in Adelaide and I know what those low tides smell like on those beaches, all the seaweed, that really weird Gulf St. Vincent seaweed that looks like actual grass but isn't. So thanks for that. And I hope you can find a moment to be in the moment and trying to find a pathway out of 
futility and out of helplessness to a one of acceptance. Yes, sadness. I'm not asking you to ignore the ha- ignore the sadness, but acceptance and at least some momentum towards agency because the alternative is to live a life of doom and despair and that's that's no fair to you and no fair to the kids around you or people around you. Seriously, I just opened up the mic and hit record and I just wanted to respond to one email and Jesus, <laughs> sorry if that was a bit grim, everybody. Sorry about that. I'm just speaking truth today. I hope you're okay. We're locked down. You're locked down. We're all locked down together like Billy Joel would say. I don't know how long we're going to be here for. Could be a while. So, yeah, let's hold on with both hands and do all the things that we know how to do. We just have to do it a day at a time. That's all we have to do, a day at a time. That's all we have to do. That's it. If you want a bit of respite from the constant news checking and numbers checking and how long more long are we going to be in lockdown for, uh, I would suggest listening to Idle Australians with James Matheson and myself. Uh, this week, we spoke with the Queen of King's Cross, Carlotta. She was the compare of lay girls for, oh, crikey, decades. I think 25 years, 30 years, uh, which was a glittering jewel of Sydney's nightlife. Uh, she was, she's an absolute, she's an entertainment pioneer. She's a trans pioneer. She's an amazing human to listen to speak. And um, yeah, Jim and I had a great chat with her. Here's just a little taste of what's going on with Jim and me at the moment. I find comedy in people. You don't get hecklers anymore. But, you know, you used to in those days, the we'd call the Ocker boys, you know, they'd come in and they'd try to send you up and then by the end of the night they were trying to pick you up and take you home. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to say, remember I got mummy's features but daddy's fixtures. <laughs> That's Idle Australians. You can find it where you find your podcasts. Ideally, Australians is where you can find it. Thanks heaps for listening. I, I do appreciate you very much if you did like the show if this show does bring you any help at all or does bring you any value whatsoever just tell a friend i'd really appreciate that you tell a friend that's it that's it (laughs) send us your email at gmail.com is where i am i'll see you on monday and on monday we are going to speak with jimmy nicholson who is the ninth person to call themselves the bachelor here in australia he's a great human being i dig him And I hope you enjoy that conversation. Until we speak on Monday, sleep well and dream of beautiful things. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.